0: hello everyone a little tech that's what happens when i touch the computer
1: but we're back in full swing of things
0: yep and we just got back not just but a couple days ago got back from colorado we were out there for the colorado speech language hearing association conference and it was so awesome I miss those in-person big conferences.
1: There's something about being in person and that feeling and vibe and connection and um, everything that comes with the com- camaraderie of um, being in person that just makes it more enjoyable and fun. Yeah, yeah I agree.
0: They were so amazing, the whole board and that everyone was so inspired. And we talked all about neurodiversity affirming practices and it was just so awesome. Do you see that one woman? There were some people there with autistic kids. This one woman we were talking to at the break about her son. And then I saw her, we showed some really awesome inspiring videos because Chris is the king of finding great videos. And she was crying at the end. A lot of people were tearing up in happy tears, you know,
1: that's observant. I actually didn't pay <laughs> attention. My brain is always thinking about something um, in the future. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, It seemed like everyone really resonated with it. And it's just so nice to get out there because I feel like we, so much of our life is this, you know, that like, this is stuff we talk about every single day, but these are some concepts that are still so new to some people. So it was just such a good reminder to that. We need to continue what we're doing, you know,
1: always reassuring. I agree.
0: Yeah. So today's topic was inspired by, if you saw me talk about this on social media, was inspired by a motivational video I watched by Oprah because my new thing has been watching motivational <laughs> videos, which we would do a lot of anyway. But I started putting that more in my morning routine. And I watched this one video. And Oprah, she didn't make this quote up. I came from somewhere. I don't know where it came from, but she said, "I was talking all about how we need to fill our own cups," which you were kind of confused about what that meant. <laughs>
1: well, it could be like a variety of metaphors and That's meaning, and so I wanted a little bit more specifics. But
0: so um, we'll we'll talk about that. But what she said was, "Your main job should be to fill your own cup because." When your cup overflows, that is when you have love to give. And I've heard the quote a lot, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. I'm sure you've heard that. Right. And stuff like that. But I, so I've always heard it that way. You can't pour from an empty cup, but I've never thought of it in the way of you. the reason you need to fill your cup is so that all of this pours out of you. And then you have all of that energy and love to give.
1: Yeah. I love that.
0: And I thought that was so great because that's something that we just don't do. And I think we could talk about, you know, both therapists and parents, but as let's talk about therapists first.
1: Yeah, no. Living with an empty cup. You have to have a full cup, But but yeah, you're right. We as therapists don't always have a full cup
0: because we, I mean, over the years running a private practice and working with a lot of therapists I have seen so many therapists who we get so emotionally invested in the work that we do. And I think that we so often like give everything that we have, that we have nothing left for ourselves at the end of the day. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't give, of course we should, but I think it's like knowing how to prioritize yourself so that you have even more energy to give because that's where burnout comes in, right? When you're giving more than you have um yeah I guess private practice in schools we probably have different versions of the things that drain us
1: I think in any field and any um setting you're right it's one of those things where we tend to try to give 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 and um and end up you know burning ourselves out like you said
0: because that's we're giving we're here in this profession it's a helping profession we're giving people that's why we're all here you know and then there's the, the totally flip side, if you think about parents, if anyone here is a parent, that is a completely different kind of <laughs> boring from an empty cup. And I think there's just so much guilt associated with parenting, you know, where we think my job is to give everything that I have to my kids. My job is to just give them everything. And what happens is we give everything and then we completely drain ourselves.
1: Yeah, I agree. We get so tired, too, and exhausted at the end of doing all of that.
0: Yeah. So we end up feeling so guilty at the end of the day. So um I was thinking about like what filling your cup means. You want to go into that or should I?
1: I am um new to this analogy. I, I heard variations of it, but um, because of the filling the cup and then, you know, trying to pour from an empty cup um, regarding the explanation and all of that stuff, we're going to take this opportunity to let Jesse explain <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, obviously there's a lot of meetings. I thought about this kind of in like a three-pronged approach. Okay. So I was thinking of the idea of self-care, which I feel like is, gosh, I don't want to say the phrase self-care is overused, but. You know, no way. A lot. I think
1: it's a, I'm not I, saying
0: that we shouldn't do it. I'm just saying I hate to go out saying, oh, we're talking about self-care.
1: But it's important because self-care leads to self-love. And that is something that is extremely important when it comes to connecting with others. There you go. And putting in the energy that is needed.
0: So I think there's this idea of self-care which is doing the things that you know that you need. Um, you know, whether that's like mentally, physically, whether that's like going to the gym, to go exercise, whether that's meditating because you need more time to relax, right? Whether that's taking a sick day and doing nothing. Okay? So we have this idea of self-care. And then I think another big way we can fill our cup is by surrounding ourselves with the right people, which I know is not always necessarily a choice we have, but that's another Oprah saying is surround yourself with people who are going to lift you higher.
1: And that's like a huge one, right? Because that is something that me being around Jesse and her being around me work on being around um, that ability to you know, continuously fill our own cup.
0: Yeah. Right? And when you're around people who inspire you and people who support you, that fills your cup. Don't oh, I totally? There's like, right up.
1: You, yeah. And we work <laughs> on these things too. I think that's really important because it's really hard to be able to go out and, especially like, I'll use Jesse as an example. Of me to want to be generous and me to be kind and me to offer to do things and help her. If I am not doing that to myself, right? Mm -hmm. I have to take care of myself first. I have to have that self love first before I'm able to help her. You know, the door to self love and to success opens inward, it doesn't open outward like we think. So you take care of yourself and that makes it a lot easier. You know, thinking about this, we uh, we did talk about how we went to uh, Denver for speaking um, to their state association just a few days ago. <laughs> we were in the airplane and um, flew Southwest. Something about Southwest where those employees um, are just really got some energy, right? They are really (laughs) engaging with um, the people on the airplane. And so the person gets on and says, if I could have your attention, um, we're going to go over some safety precautions. Now, in the event that there is any kind of danger to the airplane or whatnot, please make sure that you reach up and you grab your oxygen mask and you put that on before helping others. Now, isn't that significant? Because you cannot help anybody if you're not breathing. And it's the same idea where you got to take care of yourself in order to help others. That's just how it works. That's how it works on the airlines. So make sure you have your oxygen mask on, Did you guys.
0: Did you look at my notes? Because I have that in there.
1: Oh. That's I, part
0: of my quote I was going to read.
1: Oh, I didn't know that, but I tied it into Denver.
0: Oh, well, we'll come back to that. But okay, I want to go into the third one. Okay, so one... And like I said, I literally just made this up. So if you are Googling how do you uh, fill your bucket, don't expect to find these answers. Okay. One was the idea of self-care. Two was surrounding people. Surround yourself with people who are going to lift you higher. And the third one I was thinking about is figuring out what your priorities are and your values and living those you know, because I think that that's a huge part of self-care that gets overlooked because we might think that let's take being a parent, for example, we might think that, okay, I went to the gym today, which was time for myself. Now I could be with my kids for the rest of the day, but that means you are not spending time doing something that's really important to you. Maybe you have like a hobby that means a lot to you and that's something you really want to spend time doing. Maybe it's not a hobby. You know what
1: I'm
0: saying? Right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe um, work is a huge priority for you because it's something you love and like for us, something that's really meaningful. So really understanding what your priorities are so that you can make sure that you are getting your needs met in all of those ways. So should I read my quote?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, um, for you all out there, have no knowledge of whatever she (laughs) writes out. Every week, this is improv on my end, so (laughs) I'm just rolling with it.
0: (laughs) I think they probably know you well enough to know that by now.
1: Yeah, I'm like, hey, he's like, hey, I'm
0: gonna show up at five till, and as long as he brings a little coffee left over for me, that fills my cup.
1: You know what, self, what also helps fill your cup, and why I'm able to do this without having to you know, practice prior and to just do this stuff on the spot is because I spend a lot of time reading about other people. I read autobiographies. I read about Nelson Mandela and I read about Mother Teresa. I listen to podcasts. I dive into books. And so I can pull things in quotes and concepts and tie it into things like this. So um and so another way to really help fill your cup is to get engaged into the things that Will be fulfilling.
0: Yeah. So let's I'll read this and then let's give some of our own things, maybe. We'll help other people. Yeah. Fill our cups. Okay. So this is from a book called How to Raise an Adult, which I think you recommended to me.
1: Yeah, I did. I remember that a couple of times. So years ago. these
0: are a few rant I don't think it was all in this order in the book. I think I took some of my favorite or most powerful quotes and put them together. But okay. I know you're going to have trouble uh, focusing on here, but maybe if you read it with me, you will get it. Okay. Um, So this is from How to Raise an Adult. Okay. You've got to make sure you're walking your own life path, not just for your own sake, but for your kid's sake too. The research shows that kids think of parents as their heroes. They look up to us more than they look up to any other adult figure in their lives. We are their biggest role models. Do we show up in their lives as a person who walks through the world feeling good about ourselves, doing work that plays to our strengths and resonates with our values, and who makes time for meaningful human connection with them and with others? Our kids notice everything we do and don't do. It's Here's the part. It's not selfish to make ample time for the things we value in life. It's critically important. In order to be good role models, we have to put ourselves first. Women in particular may struggle with this as often we are raised to put others needs before our own, but an airline's worst case scenario directive about putting on your own oxygen mask first before helping others is extremely practical advice for living life. Isn't that good?
1: It's one of those that.
0: things where like you want to pour in, of course, when you're a parent you want to be pouring into your, family and your kids, but you really won't have much to pour unless you're also pouring into yourself. Right. I love that. Yeah. So let's talk about, this is one of your favorite topics because you love talking about like, um, personal growth and stuff like that. Okay. So why don't you share maybe like what some of the routines you do throughout the day that fill your cup?
1: (laughs) Okay. Here is one of the, of life's greatest things that for me. Now, what works for me might not work for others, but but I've learned this from a lot of others that are out there. And it's doing something hard, like something that doesn't have to be super hard, but you find a task that is a little bit hard. For me, it started off with cold showers. That is not easy and back to the denver thing cold showers in denver are a lot different than cold showers in california <laughs> it's cheating when we live out here in california the pipes are a lot warmer but it's doing something that i i don't love doing right what ends up happening when we consistently do things that we like we create this dopamine loop, right? So when we check social media, we wanna see if we got a like or a comment, or we wanna see the new latest and greatest trend, and it sends uh, a little bit of dopamine, like boom, it made us happy. And then we get stuck in that loop and that's doing the easy thing. So it's really hard to get ourselves out of that loop and do things that are hard. But when you do things that are hard, In the longer run, you will find greater happiness and greater self-love and greater self-respect because of that. For me, it would be easy after dinner to jump right onto the TV and watch Monday Night Football, but the harder thing that actually brings me more fulfillment is immediately going and playing with the baby. We go in the back, we get on the trampoline, we go kick the soccer ball so I'm away from any digital distraction, but in the long run, actually in the short run too, I am helping and I'm engaging and I. That's for me. So, so back to what Jesse was saying is do something hard in your day, right? With whatever it is, and,
0: and that feeds back into your values of like spending that quality time. That's, that's
1: one of my values. Yeah, on that, um, and I, and I have found too that if I do the hard thing at the beginning of the day, then the rest of the day kind of takes care of itself. So um, ensure that you take care of your mornings. That's for me though. Remember what works for me might not work for others. And I have found that, and I learned this from, I don't know, a couple other Tony Robbins type people, maybe Robin Sharma, which is, um, and we've talked about this podcast before, but it's just finding for myself Every day, one small little win, and that could be at work, too, with a client, right? A small little win every single day leads to a big result in the end. So it could be with my health. It could be with my eating. It could be with um, my morning routine, my exercise, whatever it might be.
0: Create a small win. Create Creating those
1: small wins over time leads to a really big win.
0: And celebrating them. Gratitude.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the 5 a.m. club. I'm on week like three, I want to say, or something.
1: Um, Yeah, you are doing really well with that. I
0: talked about week this three. on social, and it was so much more. There were so much more, uh, pe- many more people interested than I expected. Okay, so let's share this, and let's see if they want to join us and try it. Okay, because I did learn this from you. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is... 5am club, which is a concept by Robin Sharma. And it's this idea that you get up at five. And yes, people always say like, I will do this at six, I will do this at seven. But that's not really the point. The point is that five o'clock is when no one's up, he says it's like the most majestic time of day. And no one's gonna bother you, unless you have kids that wake up really early. I will say (laughs) there were a lot of those comments. Okay, but the idea is that you have to do something that a lot of people aren't willing to do. Right. And that's wake up at five. So it's waking up at five and it's this formula he calls 2020 20, 20, So it's 20 minutes of exercise, which I forget why, but you probably know all the,
1: with the exercise. Yeah. Oh, you want some like specifics? It's called BDNF brain derived neurotropic factor. And it, gets your brain releasing endorphins. It builds concentration. It gets you, um, some energy and focus and cognitive bandwidth focus throughout the the day. It's all sorts of good stuff.
0: 20 minutes of exercise. So it is intentional to have the exercise at the very beginning. And then the next 20 minutes is supposed to be something like something, I guess it's feeding your soul, like meditating, visualizing, journaling. I've tried to do all those now. That's where um maybe I'll put on a meditation. I finally got headspace so I don't have to use yours all the time. Or on YouTube, I just go on and I look up a morning meditation and throw that on. And then I think I've posted this journal I have. It's the Say Thanks More journal, which is by an SLP Marie. Thanks Morris is her Instagram and TikTok. Okay, and then the last 20 minutes is meant for learning. So you can read, you can listen to a podcast, you could do something that's going to help you learn. So, yeah, what's your experience been with the 5 a.m. club?
1: For me, it's been a game changer, yeah, because I can take care of my – when you take care of the front end of your day, it really does set for a nice flow throughout the day. Um, And she notices – Jesse notices that as well. When I don't do my morning routine, it impacts me big time throughout the day,
0: literally the whole day. I think though for everybody's
1: system and everybody's, um, you know, schedules and everything can be different, but that is definitely something that has been uh, a nice thing for me.
0: I think one of the biggest things I've learned since doing this though, is that it, um, it It really matters how you put like your nighttime routine is going to affect your morning routine. So this is not about losing sleep. This is about going to bed at like nine, nine thirty at the very latest in order to get up at five. So for me, that keeps me from sitting on the TV, watching reality shows until eleven, because otherwise I would do that. And then I would get mad at myself that I should go to sleep and then I won't want to wake up early. So it's kind of created this pattern because now that I'm getting up in the morning and I'm reading and meditating, I'm also doing those exact same things in the evening. You know, we're doing, we're back on our, there's a pregnancy meditation on Headspace. So we're back on that, right? Every night. So it's just nice because it creates a really nice pattern. But I feel like I've seen a huge difference in my, I don't know, my what's it called? My energy and pregnancy brain all day. It's been really bad. My mood. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's really helped my mood and just helped me be more productive. So if anyone is interested in joining us, you let us know. Hop
1: on board, hop on that train.
0: We should have some people comment. What's their best self-care tip?
1: Okay. Let me give you one last one from my end of things. And one of the best self-care tips that you can ever do. And it's along the concepts of mother Teresa. It's along the concepts of Martin Luther King. And it doesn't come from having to have any kind of money or any kind of fame or any kind of any of that helping others. Like anytime that you get out, no matter what it is, you know, you help your children, you go out and help people in the community, whatever, like our jobs are pretty rewarding by helping others, but When you can do that, you know, you, you get back what you put in and that's like a really big one too. Yeah.
0: It all comes back around
1: and sticking to those, uh, self promises. Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully you guys, if you're watching this later, go ahead and comment, tell us what your favorite tip is or your favorite thing is to do for self care. But thank you guys for joining us tonight.
1: Yeah. There was uh, one little, um, comment that was wondering the name of the book. It's called How to Raise an Adult um, Mm -hmm. that Jesse had referenced with um, that quote, but we do appreciate you chiming in. We hope that you got some value out of tonight, some insight. Um, Anything else, Jesse?
0: And have a great evening. We'll see you at 5 a.m. tomorrow. 5 a.m. We'll see you there. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)